0: And welcome to Connected, the podcast about people, ideas, marketing, technology, and everything that's good. I'm ASD, a digital man here at MediaCom.
1: Hi, I'm Sue Uniman, Chief Trust Chief Transformation Officer at MediaCom. Wow, that's the first time I've done sure? that. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> definitely, <laughs> I've <you>. definitely <laughs> transformed into a transformation officer. Yeah.
0: Uh, And joining us in the room is Elaine Bremner. How are you doing, Elaine? Hello,
1: I'm good, thank you.
0: Very good. Uh, Elaine Bremner is Chief Human Resources and Talent Officer at Mediacom. You're also a very difficult person to find out information (laughs) on on the internet. I'm hidden on the internet. (laughs) You are. (laughs) That's
1: quite a thing. Quite a
0: thing. Like the hardest person I've had to interview. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, by by a long way. It
1: shouldn't really be an achievement. Some sort of double life going (laughs) on. We'll find out.
2: Well, as a I think knitter from. Glasgow is the other Elaine Brother yeah. that you probably did find yeah. on the
0: internet. I, I did assume you were not high. So <laughs> uh, what does a Chief Human Resources and Talent Officer like actually do? Like what did you actually do last week?
2: Last week, well I mean th- my remit I guess is to try and help the business deliver on one of our sort of key strategic priorities which is around um, Mediacom becoming the place to grow. So I guess what that means is thinking about how we can attract the best talent, um, how we can develop the best talent and how we can keep the best talent in the building. So my vision is that i want me to come to be the agency that everyone wants to work for and that nobody has to leave so that's sort of i guess the remit last week um, it was interesting actually because we um we submitted our application to the sunday times top 100 companies last week Mm -hmm. so it was a brilliant opportunity to look at everything that we do because obviously you've got to sort of showcase everything you do and put that down as, as sort of an application so I think for me that was great because i was sort of thinking oh you know we've got some brilliant stuff here and
1: Mm. and i guess year on year as well yeah Yeah, yeah, absolutely
2: yes um which is why i think we're so also keen to make sure that we get in that because once you've sort of looked at everything we do i sort
1: of feel like we should be number one let alone in the top 100. (laughs) that is the spirit yeah how um how's talent management or has talent management changed um, while you've been have you, have you always been in yeah. HR yeah, yeah, so how's it changed over there well
2: I the started in sort of the early 90s actually I did a stint in a law firm to start with because oh, yeah. I wanted to be a lawyer hmm. um, and we were going for our legal aid application um, and part of that was sort of writing down all the HR policies and I thought oh do you know what actually I quite like this hmm. so rather than being a criminal lawyer um, hmm. which is what I wanted to do and spend my life in police stations I went into the wonderful world of HR um, similar um, yeah and I think at that time it was when HR was really trying to become less administrative and more sort of being a business partner yeah and it really depend on depended on the HR director as to whether mm-hmm. they were able to even get a seat at the top table and sit yeah. on a board I mean I was lucky enough to work in sort of big media companies ITV Capital Radio where where HR was really respected mm-hmm. so it was trying to get into that sort of business partnering thing mm-hmm. where you are involved in the business understand the business and therefore can provide answers for the business in relation mm-hmm. to people and then I think as it's progressed it's become an integral part of the business really because pe- people realize that you know if you haven't got your talent you haven't got anything and it's then it was then around moving to become more strategic so less transactional mm. much more strategic so an example would be we've all all companies have always done engagement surveys mm. but hr's role previously would have been a bit of analysing the data and then presenting it, whereas now it's much more around, okay, well, what's the data telling us? What, How can we be predictive in our initiatives to sort of engage people, have data-driven engagement strategies?
1: So it's become less transactional, more strategic. Does that not run the risk that you've taken that strategic talent management away from the practitioners and the managers in the business?
2: No, because I think, again, if you think about what old school HR used to be, it would often be I've got to fire somebody can you do it for me it's much more now about we'll provide the sort of strategies and initiatives and yeah. enable managers to do it so managers should st- and leaders should still, still be having it. those conversations yeah. um, it's my job and not an HR's job just to come up with really great ways to to enable that to happen. Right.
0: Really interesting uh, what do you think the biggest misconception about HR and talent management is? <laughs>
2: Um, that all we do is hire and fire people probably or that we're just there for tea and sympathy or to have those difficult conversations that managers don't want to have Mm -hmm. so I think people don't often realise that HR good HR people are really commercial have got you know you've got to have the good of the business in in is a priority but balance that with also making sure that you look after your people and mm. I think that's where you get really good people is when they're on sort of in the middle of that because some make sure people I think go too far where it's all about the business and they don't care about the employees so you've mm. got to find a balance, yeah. put the human back into
1: human resources. So you talked about our strategic priorities and that, that we're, we're about inviting outstanding people and outstanding talent to come and work and stay at Mediacom, what what do you think makes somebody that? What makes somebody an outstanding talent? And is it different for us than from other people, or is talent talent? There's an element of talent being talent,
2: but you also want people that are right for your business. Um, So there's also things that are nuanced to Mediacom, and there are certain people that will exceed at Mediacom. But for me, you know the, the key things are it's people that are inquisitive it's people that don't take themselves too seriously it's people who are not political <laughs> yeah. um, but also people that really push themselves and their teams yeah. but then have that and I think this is a MediaCom thing certainly something that we're we're developing even more is have that element of empathy so that it's not just about them but it's about you know how do I develop my team how do I have time for my team mm. because a lot of the issues in HR and talent are that people sort of are so focused on their own role that they forget about everybody else. Mm. And I think for me, it's really important that people have that sort of empathetic view.
1: And we've always had, we've had this idea of citizenship for a long time, and it's kind of wrapped up in that. But do you think empathy is useful for, for being more specific about it, drawing it out more?
2: Yeah, I mean, empathy can be confused for being nice, which yeah. it isn't, and we talk a lot about that, but it's about just making sure that you understand the implications of how your acting impacts your yeah. team and having time for for them. Um, and, yeah, like the other thing is just, like I said, sort of not taking yourself too seriously, because I think people do. Yeah, um, and, that and get, it's not that all gets about you. Way. It's it about yeah. everybody. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and just egos get in the way of things and scupper yeah. careers.
0: Yeah. Uh, you were put in charge of MediaCon for a day, you can change one she thing. Is in charge, right. She well she is in charge. She <laughs> runs MediaCon, run you, you can something. instantly change one thing right now <coughs> or anything. Do you know it's a
2: very HRE answer, but oh what I really would change is that people um, are able to have tougher conversations with each other mm. and that are mm. prepared to give each other feedback. Now it's something that we've sort of recognised and that we're working on, but if I could change it tomorrow that would be it.
0: What how does that happen? Like in real life, how does that happen?
2: I mean, people just have to be brave and and
1: respect each other so that they and then feel safe within that. Mm-hmm. I- I've I- just been that reading experience. a book about it actually. So um, the new Chip and Dan Heath book, which I keep telling yep. everybody about, hmm. um, I think it's called Moments: Power of Moments. And the bit that I've got to talks about the fact that you need to get people to practice having difficult conversations. Yeah. And actually, I think we don't do that enough no so we need to role play a bit more we need to give people training in it we need to go okay Mm. Andrew you've got to tell somebody now that they haven't got a pay rise rather at the moment Mm. we might go go, off you go off you go go and do it have you done it yet Mm. and what we probably need to do and it's and we haven't talked about this before but it's just because it was on I was reading it this morning is is go okay come in do it with me yeah I'll be the person that you're saying it to I'll behave as badly as I possibly can and it probably won't be as bad when yeah. you go off and do it just because it's worrying about it's hard and it's hard react. to do it listen it's yeah. really easy
2: it's, in an hr world to say, someone will come done? and someone yeah. will come to me and i'll very easily say you know you need to sit that person down give mm. them feedback give them examples it's easy to tell people how to do it it's harder to do it yourself yeah. we've just um launched a thing called a day in the life for every single one yeah. of our managers to experience the sort of skills and capabilities and a a bit of the work that you need to do to be an associate director so it's not an assessment centre it's a development centre but they all go through it Mm. and there are exercises that they have to do and one of them is exactly that so it's about feedback so we get them in pairs and they have to role play giving each other feedback about a difficult situation whether it be like you say disciplinary pay rise whatever it might be but then the other person has to give that Person giving the feedback feedback on how they did it. Yeah. So you know, Sue, so was were you clear in what Elaine was saying to you? I do you feel
1: motivated off the you, back of you that? you get to behave badly? Yeah, you, you can behave North as like badly as, as, you, as you want. I, I, so you can sign me up. For yeah, that. we'll get you to do one <laughs> Brilliant. You can, if you can put, <laughs> sort sort me out. <laughs> um Well, and I say yeah. this advisedly, given the uh, and there will be a beautiful picture yeah. uh, going out with this. this <laughs> podcast. Um, what's next for you, Elaine? Oh,
2: baby number three. Yeah, <laughs> number three. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a fifteen-year-old and a three-year-old, and this one. Um, this one's the first girl. First girl. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Congratulations. yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Congratulations. So um, due date because we don't know when this is going to go out yet. Do no, we? We although don't, that's no, quite really. a weird thing to say because yeah. you will be hearing this as this has gone out. But your due date is um, end of Jan. End of Jan. Yeah. Oh, like wow. It, so. Yeah.
0: Maybe it should be out by then. Okay. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> we can oh, always well. add yeah, yeah. breaking
1: news, can't we? Yeah. To, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah.
0: So now we're on to our regular questions, and it starts with, what advice would you give to someone just starting their career in our business? And you're in a brilliant position Mm. to do this.
2: Ask loads of questions. Um, Go and meet as many people as you possibly can. One of the things that we really try and encourage with our sort of entry-level people is to not have a siloed approach and and just understand as much about the business as they can. Don't take yourself too seriously. And also just... Enjoy what you're doing about what you're doing in the moment. Like, learn about what you're doing rather than thinking, oh, when am I going to be promoted? What's the next step? Because... I think it's really important to understand what you're doing and why it's important. You know, because not that's just actually how you get promoted. Exactly, yes. Yes. but to you're be very not good just at what you're doing there. Yeah, you know. absolutely, but you're not just doing what you're doing for the sake of yeah. it. There's a reason for sure. it, and actually, often yeah. that's the, that's a critical part of our business. Even if it feels like <laughs> totally, <laughs> yeah. but it's, so, so you know, and I say that because I would I remember what I was like when I started out, and it was like, when am I going to be an HR yeah, advisor? When am I going to be HR manager? And yeah. it's like, you know, just relax a little and bit. And you need some experience yeah. in certain areas, yeah. and
1: yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's really interesting. And can I, can yeah. I ask a question? Yeah, 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 yeah. So you yeah. asking questions, right? We is, one this,
1: of the is this your is one to one HR? Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, while we're here. Yeah. No, no, it's, it's, fine, it's fine, it's fine, <laughs> it's very, it's very. <laughs> private. Yeah. No, it sounds
0: like a difficult conversation. I don't want it. <laughs> the, um, uh, asking questions, right? So that 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 can cover anything. Is there anything particular people should be asking questions about, or is there anything they shouldn't be asking questions about?
2: I think we just like people who are inquisitive, so and there's never a bad question, and mm. you should not be as scared to ask the questions that come into your mind, so if you don't understand something as well, I think no. that's really important, Really important. Um, so don't just sort of sit there and go, yep, 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 you know, if you don't understand, ask, or if you don't understand why you're being asked to do something, again, ask, mm. uh, I think you know one of the things there's that, no stupid questions no, right no. no and and also we want everybody to know what they're doing and how that ladders up to what we're trying to achieve as an agency and if you mm. don't ask questions you're never going to find out yeah. and it goes all the way to sort of senior leadership yeah. I see in yeah. senior leadership meetings all the time and the people that stand out so to go back to your question of what makes talent it's the people that are asking intelligent yeah. questions and or just questions just or even yeah. stupid yeah, exactly, questions I mean, exactly. we
1: all have because our industry moves on so fast and we change how we do things quite a lot. Yep. And, you know, you can be sitting in a meeting and somebody comes up with an acronym. Yep. And at any level, <laughs> you will be sitting there going, am I supposed to know what this is? Um, I'll tell you what, I'm just going to yeah. ask. But also to go and seek people out and to say, you
2: know, I'm not in your department, but what do you do? Yeah. Tell me about what you do. Because the more you know about the agency as a whole, the better you're going to be. And again, we want people who are going to be moving across departments into different roles, whether that's just across clients or actually Mm. different functions. Go and find out what people do. Make yourself knowledgeable, Mm. because then you will get
1: promoted. (laughs) Okay. Um, If you were a genie, what five commonly available objects, Elaine, would I have to put in a (laughs) magic circle to summon you, please? You would have to put in, I'm obsessed with crime thrillers. No are way. you? Yeah. Oh no, oh, we should and have a the, separate conversation. The this the better. I really sort of serial killers and that okay. kind of thing.
2: So I'd hate films like that, but yeah, I really yeah, like yeah. So the I love I uh, love I love it. And I really detection. like it if the detectives are really strong women and there are loads yep. of those around at the minute. So there's a detective called Kim Stone, which is an Angela Marson's book, so mm. her new book oh. would be one of them. I'm also com- completely obsessed with sharks. I know so way. I would like um just the latest statistics of shark attacks that had happened that week. I, I have it on my Google alert so I always find that out so you have that a would a out a bottle great white great white um, what else well in my pregnancy mode it would have to be a hot cross bun <laughs> oh, is that the thing that you've <laughs> yeah. got yeah. up slightly out of season oh my though, god annoying. I've eaten about like three a day it's you ridiculous get them at yeah. Christmas okay, yeah, good completely good, good. Um, copy of living etc love that. and um, a business class ticket to Thailand there
0: you go which okay. I wouldn't be
2: using now I'd be waiting no, for that one but we can get hold of those thank you <laughs>
0: Uh, So your house is safe, everyone, your house isn't safe, everything in it is safe, all the people, all the living people, everything that's alive, pets, they're all safe. But you've got enough time to go in and grab any three things, (laughs) what would you grab?
2: I would grab my two Dave White paintings of sharks yeah because they you can't buy them anymore yep. so they would be two and then jasper my little one's teddy
0: Where does this shark thing come from because it's very specific know. it
2: is very specific i think i watched jaws at just a too young age mm. and then got obsessed with yeah. sharks so i've got millions of books on them no and way. yeah it's a complete obsession and art all over my house of
1: sharks you <laughs> need a bigger boat okay <laughs> um what's your favorite
2: book um behind the scenes at the museum okay
1: which like
2: detective no it's uh, um, she's rich she writes detective it's sort of mystery and mystery. a bit sort of you know different timelines going yeah. on and all the rest of it but it's just got a wonderful main character who tells the story so brilliantly okay. I haven't read it for ages so yeah. I'll probably read it again how
0: oh, fascinating uh, you've got to choose one person to play you in a film about your life who is it
2: <laughs> I really struggle with this Did question you? yeah um, I know what people do it's weird isn't yeah. it Jennifer Lawrence I like yeah. her. Yeah. She's a bit crazy yeah, and she's, she's also really clumsy which I am very <laughs> she about. Could, she, very she much good. Could, could
1: good. Um if we were to give you a billboard where would you put it and what would it say? Anything you like. Right now it would yeah, be right in then. my office saying elaine drink more water." <laughs> <laughs> drink she's just having a
2: drink. She's <laughs> having a drink
0: of water. The um final question is from Alan de Botton, School of Life. It's from a toolkit for careers. Brilliant. Uh, if you could pick one and read it out. And randomly selected.
2: Please. Is it harder to find a job you can love or a person you can love?
0: Uh, it's interesting, right?
2: <coughs> it's harder to find a job you can love. It's easy to fall in love with a person, I think.
0: Interesting interesting I think that was what I was thinking about when you were talking about asking the questions because a lot of people get caught up in asking what they think is a stupid question and then also asking that again yeah and I think people love the vulnerability they love being able to help you out and they love the mm. fact that you're asking them a question because they can help you yeah. it's almost Machiavellian in that way so it's and it's similar to with people you love like being vulnerable to your partner
2: I think it's um, easier to find a job you can love for longer though <laughs> <laughs> People you can fall in love with quite quickly, but maybe not sustain it.
0: Uh, wonderful. <laughs> uh, Elaine Bremner, thank you very much for your time.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.